Welcome to the Happy Math Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Anderson, and I'm here to give you the tools you need to change your mindset, both in math and in life. Let's dive right in. Hi, how's it going? Guess what? It is my birthday today. I am 32. I'm 32 years old. Dang, I'm getting up there. (laughs) But honestly, I don't really worry about age because I believe that you can do big things at any age. So, you know, 32, that's just another opportunity for me to do my thing, for me to get better. better. Every, Every day that I'm on this earth is another opportunity for me to get better. So... I just wanted to do a little episode where, you know, I wanted to take a little snapshot in time of where I'm at right now at 32. I wanted to uh, reflect over the last year and then share some goals that I have for this year. Some goals that I have for 32. So let's get into it, shall we? Uh, first I just wanted to talk about Jade a little bit so I can just kind of remember this time, it's, which I know is maybe kind of funny. It's, you know, oh, it's my birthday, but I'm going to talk about my kid. But you know, when you're a parent, now you start measuring your life by your kid and your kid's age. So anyway, I just wanted to talk about Jade for a little bit. Jade is almost two. She's not, she, she'll be two in about a month and a half. And She is so funny. She's my first kid, so I don't have anything to compare this to, but she seems like a five-year-old to me. She just, she seems so tall compared to when she was a newborn. She's so able. She thinks she can do absolutely anything. Newsflash, she can't. There's tons of things that she can't do, Um, but I'm definitely starting to understand the the terrible twos phrase that gets thrown out all the time because she is saying no to everything. She is a no girl. She just, I mean, what's happening is that she is capable of a lot more, obviously, than when she was, a, you know, a tiny little baby. Uh, and she wants to show her independence a little bit. So she just wants to do everything herself and, and kind of show that she is capable. And it's just, it's so funny and so frustrating at the same time because there are some things that are like, hey, nope, you can't put on this little onesie pajama set all on your own. You don't really understand it yet. You know, you got your uh, hands through the, the leg holes and you've got it all wrong. I mean, you can rock it like that if you, if you want, but if you want to put it on the right way, then I could help you out. I could help you get where you're going. <laughs> but something that is super funny that she's doing right now, I don't know where she learned this, maybe at daycare, maybe from my mom, because uh, I did not teach her this, but she, when she says no right now, she says, no, thank you. But it's not like, it's not enunciated like that. It's like, no, thank you. So, something like that. 
which, okay, you have to picture, picture this kid like melting down because that's what almost two-year-olds and two-year-olds do. They, you know, everything's a big deal. So you, you try to keep them safe by taking something away. You try to say no to something or, you know, give them something that's healthy for them that they don't want. They just start melting down because they don't want that. So <laughs> she's like melting down crying, but she'll be like, no teju, which is, oh my God. It's just so, so funny. It's she, she's sort of like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to melt down but I'm going to make it cute. I'm going to melt down, but I'm going to make it polite, <laughs> which is just beyond. I can't even like wrap my head around that. It's so funny. Uh, she only wants to be outside, which is, you know, a precarious situation for days that it is rainy. Like last weekend, the whole weekend it was rainy. I think this weekend is supposed to be the same thing. She's super bummed when she can't go outside. She is obsessed with slides so I hope that they start opening up parks soon. You know, we're in the middle of COVID. Parks are closed. She loves slides. It, we don't have any slides. Might have to get her a, a little tiny one for her backyard for her for her birthday. I don't know. But <laughs> she loves uh, being outside. She loves Daniel Tiger. Uh, we found this hilarious show on... Uh, Netflix, oh my gosh, which we won't have access to soon. Dan is doing like a little free trial. <laughs> uh, we usually don't pay for Netflix, but Dan just like scans for free trials. And when we have free trials, then we use it for a month. Uh, but anyway, there's this hilarious show on Netflix called Word Party that she's obsessed with right now. So she will be like, you know, we'll just be hanging around, uh, you know, outside or in the living room and she'll be like, party, 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 because <laughs> she wants to watch this word party show. It's very funny. Um, she loves chicken nuggets. I don't know. She is just such a funny kid. She can, she's got, you know, growing vocabulary so she can say more and more every day. And it is really funny. It's really funny to watch her grow. So I'm excited to see what happens within the next year with that. So I don't know. That's a little, that's just a little tidbit bit on Jade and where she's at. So now I'll move into my reflection of the, the last year. And I guess I'm going to even back it up to when I was 30. So 30 for me, was the year of, that's when Jade was born, that was the year of having a kid and trying to figure out how the heck to do that. So that's what that whole year was for me, if I'm kind of summing up that year. And then 31 was another year of big life changes. I got a new job. We moved across town. Uh, there were a lot of big changes there. Uh, it was a year of sort of listening to my body and what felt good as far as physical, mental, and emotional health and, and reaching out to get the resources to become better. It was a year of building good habits for myself in those areas and 
part of doing that was the new job. So when I when I look back on that year, I sort of generally see it as, oh, it was a lot of there was a lot of growth there. I, I did a good job of like building some good habits. But then I think about where I was last year, just just mentally and emotionally at my old job, at my teaching job. Because last year is when I quit teaching. I was a teacher for high school teacher for eight years and I decided to stop doing that so it is it's crazy for me to just to just boil last year down to like oh I I reached for good habits no oh my gosh it was a huge change for me and so I'm forgetting it already because it was it seems like it was a while ago but it wasn't it was only last year this time last year I was a high school teacher uh, and quitting teaching tormented me for years because I didn't understand it. I felt in my gut, like, this is my, this is my gift. This is my genius. This, this is what I'm supposed to do. Teaching is what I'm supposed to do. That's how, that's how I felt. But I also had this huge feeling of this isn't right. So I didn't really understand how those things could be living in the same mind. Like how, how is that possible that I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do, but this at the same time doesn't feel right. I felt this enormous discontent because I had this gut feeling of how I knew school could look like. And it was expansive. It was audacious. It is. The, the vision of what it could look like is not what it looks like right now. <laughs> We're talking kids of all skin colors in advanced placement ca- classes. Which, I guess, as a side note... I do not believe in tracking, so there actually wouldn't be advanced placement classes. But what I mean is kids of all skin colors being able to achieve at any level, at high levels, at rigorous, high expectation levels. We're talking kids learning the content so quickly that... There's time left over for discovery and creation and hands-on projects and discussions about emotional intelligence and self-discovery. So not just doing the baseline content that is expected right now, but much, much more than that. Helping Helping kids gain tools, gain knowledge, but also gain tools and knowledge and understanding of themselves and what drives them and motivates them and what allows them to learn in the best way. So here's the analogy that I have to use about <laughs> my vision for school. So think about all the think about the evolutions of the smartphone. Think about the, just uh, the phone as a device and where that has come. Okay. 
some some versions that are coming to mind are like the Nokia brick phone that had Snake on it. You know what I'm talking about? Snake. That was so fun. That was I sometimes I wish I could go back to that game. The Nokia brick phone or how about a sidekick? I had a sidekick. I loved that thing. I could like flip the little screen up. They had like AIM. Okay, the the youths might not know what the heck I'm talking about here. But ooh, I could like rip up that AIM. I could be click 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 texting all texting all my friends, putting away messages up like BRB. Eating lunch, gonna be right back. <laughs> oh my gosh, if you're super young and you're listening to this, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But the sidekick was amazing, right? At the time, at the time. Now, think of what your phone can do. Your phone is a computer. You have access to all information at all times at your fingertips. You can have it instantly. Isn't it amazing what your phone can do right now? You would not want to go back. Okay, so here's how I felt about teaching. I felt that I was envisioning the iPhone 10X. I would that's what I was envisioning for school, for education. And I felt th- that everyone around me was using the landline house phone. That's how it felt. That's how it feels to me <laughs> when I go into schools and I see what they're doing. That's how it feels to me. Picture the landline phone. Uh, so I'm not even talking about a cell phone. I'm talking about the landline phone, the one that sits on your wall, has one of those little, you know, curly Q wires or whatever that connects the the physical phone to the wall. And then it's got that, you know, it's got the little round thing that you put your finger in to to dial the numbers. And you got to put your finger all the way around to dial every single number. It would take, you know, like 30 seconds just to dial your friend's number. And you can't, and it's a single use device. You can't do anything else with the phone. You can't go on social media. You can't go on the internet. You can't use it as a camera. No, none of that's possible on a landline phone. <laughs> oh, it's crazy to think about how we used to use phones. But that's where I feel education is at. And and I I envision education as something so much more than that. Ooh, I get fired up about it. This is a little side note. But that that is where the enormous discontent came from me. I'm sitting in school. I'm believing this is where we could be. And, and, and public education is very much a a group situation. I don't feel that it's possible for just one person to overhaul the whole system. You can have little pockets of really cool things happening. You can have little pockets of the iPhone X in teaching, but it becomes very hard for that to live when the majority is using the landline phone. I don't know if that makes any sense, but <laughs> that's how I felt. So had to remove myself from that situation because when you have big beliefs, you can't be around people that have small beliefs or your beliefs are going to burn out. And ooh, that was a really good decision for myself because now I have 
a non-teaching related job. I'm a project manager at a construction company. <laughs> but you know what that affords me? That affords me time and space to think about the big view that I've got for education and the role and the part that I want to play in it. So that will lead into one of my goals for this year. Uh, and let, sure, let's just move into it. My One of my goals for this year is to release my first online course. And I am for sure going to do one. I'm in the middle of one right now. But maybe I'll do a second one as well. So right now, I'm taking sort of all of my philosophies and what and my understanding of how to build good math foundations into a course. I think that math is such an amazing tool to use to teach students about how to have grit, about how to have a growth mindset because it's hard, right? It's it's hard. Math is hard. So it's such a great tool to use to model for kids hey, here's what you do when things are hard. You don't make excuses. You don't give up. You keep going. So, that is a goal of mine for this year. And I'm just, I'm so thankful that I'm in a place right now where my mental and emotional health is, can can be expansive and can think expansive and can be in a place where it's not survival mode. It's, it's yes and. It's in a yes and mode. So I feel like last year was about getting out of a bad situation, building good habits. And now this year it's like, okay, yes, you did that. And what? What do you got next? Yes and. How can you get bigger? How can you get more expansive? How can you serve others more effectively? So, okay, now you're filling up your own cup. Emotionally, mentally, physically, you're taking care of your body in the way that you need to. And that's great. And now you have this vessel <laughs> that's well taken care of that you can do the next thing with. So, yes, and that's what this year is about. <laughs> All right, so that's one of my big picture goals. Some of my just, I don't know, general goals are to listen to myself this year because I think that last year is when I started listening to myself and saying, okay, this doesn't feel right. I got to reach for something else. So I want to listen to myself more. Part of that will be asking for more alone time. I'm an introvert. I need alone time. That I have realized that from quarantine because, ooh, this is maybe crazy, but I have been grateful for quarantine. It has forced me to <laughs> not get together with people as much because we can't, right? So I haven't been getting together with people as much and I feel great. Now that's, that's the introvert in me. So I'm not saying that everybody should feel like that. I know that a lot of you are extroverts and so you thrive by interacting with people and this hardest this time is hard for you so i acknowledge that and i hear that uh 
for, for me, the alone time is really key and it's really precious and it's what allows me to have these expansive thoughts. It's what allows me to create. It's what allows me to feel like myself. So I want to create more alone time for myself to ask for that time, to demand that time so that I can be my best self. Uh, another goal of mine is to be present in every moment that I'm in. A lot of the mental work that I do to become more mindful is to be present in the moment that I'm in. I am, I'm a thinker. I'm a, I'm a thinker. I have, my mind is going a million miles a minute all the time. So I need to have tools to be able to shut out thoughts when, when I am in a room playing with my kid. I need, I need to be, cause I can be next to my kid playing with her, but in my mind, I'm somewhere else. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about, oh, work. Here's all the problems that happen at work today. Here's uh, a family issue I'm having. Here's uh, a friend issue that I'm having, right? Like the, I'm just distracted, but I have been gaining the tools on how to give those things energy when they need it and how to put those away <laughs> at different times. And that is really great. And I want to keep building on that. I want to be more present in every moment that I'm in, every conversation that I'm in. I want to be present and connected to the person that I am talking with, not thinking about something else, not thinking about the million things that I want to do, not thinking about, <laughs> you know, the chores that need to get done at the house or the groceries that need to get bought or, <laughs> you know what I mean, whatever. I want to be present in the moment that I'm in. I want to be a better listener. And part of that, a lot of that is not offering, not talking, right? That seems so obvious. A good listener is not talking. But I mean not talking at all. Like not listening to what somebody said and letting it letting it be there. Not listening and saying and not listening and then putting all of my judgments, beliefs, ideas onto that person. Not shooting all over them. I heard that phrase once. Don't shoot all over me. It like when we say, "Oh, you should do this. You should do that." Blah blah blah. No, that that person is a different person than you. They have a different background. They have a different mind. They have a different skill set. That what you are going to suggest to them is not necessarily what they need. So just listen. Don't listen and then think that you can come in and fix their whole life with one sentence of something. No, just listen. So I want to be a better listener. <laughs> I want to have less ego. I'm on, I'm a, I'm on a quest, honey, to <laughs> to kill my ego more and more every day. What that means to me is not worrying about what other people think. So, for example, when I am making this podcast, to say just what I want to say, right? Not not saying, "Oh, here's what here's what I think so-and-so will accept or here's what I think will not offend this person. No, just saying what I want to say. Because the I feel that the more authentic and true that I can be to myself, the more helpful I can be. Hopefully, that's my hope, that 
the the closer that I get to who I am, um, the more expansive that I can be, and that will hopefully help somebody else. So less ego in in everything that I do, in every interaction that I have. So that that sort of goes back to the you know being a better listener and not always cutting in and giving my opinion on things that when I do that, that's my ego. That's me saying like, Oh, I've got a solution for you. And it's definitely going to work if you do it my way. No. What? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? (laughs) Get rid of your ego. You don't know everything. Your way is not all holy. No way. You're just trying to get by as well. You're just trying to figure out how to how to do your best as well. So quit thinking that you got all the answers. So bless ego. All right. I am ooh, I'm all hyped up. I you know, I have my Diet Coke. I'm feeling good. I'm 32. Let's do this. Thanks so much for being here. You're the best. This podcast is in its just little baby infancy, you know, but I'm trying my best. I'm learning and I'm having a really good time and I, I'm just thankful that you're here and that you're listening. That's cool. That's a cool thing. So anyway, I hope that you have a great day. I hope that you live an, an abundant and an expansive life today. Come on now, you could do it. I believe in you. I'm cheering for you. I'm rooting for you. You got this. All right. Talk next time. See ya.